listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. But I'm so happy that you're here (laughs) for recording. (laughs) Um, I feel like we have been planning this for so long and science and soul is something that I just think is so cool. And so jumping right in, I just want you to talk about, so Paulina started science and soul, which is, I'll let you explain what it is just right off the bat. Yeah. So science and soul is a wellness company that specializes in low inflammatory uh, meal prep. So all of our meals are gluten-free plant-based um, really just designed to promote a low inflammatory lifestyle. And I like to use the word lifestyle because I believe that we come from a place that nutrition and wellness is more than just what you're eating. It's a lot of, um, has to do with lifestyle, mindset, emotional health, et cetera. Totally, so. totally. And before I, I want to dive completely into that idea, but I really want you to start with just your story of how it even got there. Like, how did you come up with this idea? I know that it, you started in the pandemic But I know that you've told me in personal conversations that we've had too, that this was like something that kind of birthed over like 10 years ago when you were still in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, so the business in itself came to fruition during the pandemic, but I had been involved in wellness. uh, Yeah. Since I was like about 15. So over, well, this is well over 10 years ago, (laughs) not to age myself, (laughs) but um, that's when I had gotten, um, into like holistic nutrition and wellness in high school. My mom was really into that and introduced me to yoga and, you know, the alkaline diet and all of that. Um, So I've always had a knack for it. Um, Uh So when I was living in Chicago, I was, uh, how long ago was this? This is pre pandemic. So this is like three years ago is when I moved to San Diego. Okay. So a little over three years ago, I was working in Chicago. I was working in the nightlife industry, um, which was so much fun. Um, I was working yeah. at a club, working till like six in the morning, bartending. Wow. Oh my God. It was night and day from the life I live now. I'm in bed <laughs> at like 8 p.m. nowadays. But um, around that time is when I really started to notice my health take a toll. Um, and I already had some underlying things going on, but I, my life was so distracted. Yeah. But, and what um, were those in underlying things? If I can ask you like my hormonal health, like j- even, um, like all of a sudden I feel like I gained so much weight, my gut health. And it was really mm-hmm. my gut health. That's kind of what it was yeah. where I felt like I gained all this weight, but it was, my gut health was so affected. I was constantly bloated and instead of really looking to the root cause what's going on, I would just crash diet even more. Mm-hmm. And I was already struggling with an eating disorder at this time yeah. for, I mean, over a decade, like from high school. But I feel like I distracted myself so much from really accepting that that was going on in my life. So it's um, so crazy how prevalent just any like eating disorder, eating issues. I mean, we even had our discussion like now, oh my God, like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. time has flown by so quickly, I know. but like about how my struggle in that too. And like, it's just really sad how our diet culture and the way our society is around dieting. So you kind of bridged, would you say science and soul kind of bridged that a little bit for you? Yeah, it definitely brought awareness to what was going on. And so when I moved out from Chicago to San Diego. And what made you move? 
I had, um, I actually had a little bit of a network out here. I had a friend okay, cool. living in Oceanside and actually while I was living in Chicago, I was already like renting a room out from her in Oceanside and wow. I would just visit all the time. Okay, yeah. Um, the job I had allowed me to do that. Um, so eventually I had to make a decision. I'm like, I'm not going to be traveling back and forth. Yeah. So I just made the move. I just pulled the trigger and I didn't really have anything in mind out here besides knowing that I wanted to work in the wellness space. Yeah. Whatever that would look like, I, I didn't know. I thought maybe personal training. That's actually what I was studying. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, when I eventually got here, I was working for Equinox Gym okay. while, like, studying to become a trainer. I was bartending again, and then I started to meal prep for someone. They reached out. It was just a friend on Instagram. He's like, uh-huh. hey, I see your little healthy recipes. Can you meal prep for me? And that's really how it started. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So, yeah. so you didn't even really know that you were going to start the meal prepping. No. You just kind of found it. And yeah, like, cool. this is probably like March. Like, and I'm sorry, not March. This is February of 2020. Wow. And then, yeah, then that happened, you know, that it's crazy. Happened. The pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So during this time, kind of rewinding. So did you, would you say that you did a lot of like, I know me and you have had personal conversations mm-hmm. about just your inner healing and mm-hmm. healing from um, your eating disorder and just really educating yourself on how to eat right. Like what you can do to heal your gut. Mm -hmm. Would you say this was in Chicago or did you start to realize this during the pandemic and really work on that? I think in San Diego is when I really dug into my inner healing in Chicago. I feel like I was just putting a band aid Mm -hmm. over it constantly trying the keto diet. Let's remove sugar. Let's do this. You know, deep down I knew I had to do something different, but I just wasn't there yet. Uh So in San Diego, I was kind of just starting over from scratch. And, you know, I had the time also. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted a different outcome, so I couldn't keep doing the same thing. Yeah, Um, it's so interesting. I feel like people either use the pandemic to, like, completely transform their life or they kind of stayed stagnant. And I feel like a lot of people that I've had on the show so far used the pandemic, like, very, very correctly right like either leveled themselves up business-wise or mental health-wise or both in Mm -hmm. your case and so in the middle so you said you had a friend who she had had you uh do the meal prepping oh yeah yeah yeah. um it was a he actually so I started with a male client and um and you just thought like oh like I could actually do this well literally what I was thinking at the time was oh great my grocery bill will be covered because I'll just meal prep for him and me and then I don't have to worry about that because I was just starting to get on my feet back finally from yeah. like moving and going through all these expenses so yeah. that's literally all I had in mind where I'm like sick until I figure out what I'm gonna do yeah and then um, I would talk about it when I was bartending and some of our customers there were interested like some of my regulars are like oh I don't want to cook can you cook for me and these are all males of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. like four dudes I was cooking for and the meal prep was so different from what it is now it was more catered yeah. to like a male clientele you know like chicken steak potatoes that yeah. kind of thing um and then when I started to really cultivate this. I saw the opportunity as a, you know, uh, I saw this experience as an opportunity to build a brand is when I started to read more into just nutrition overall and inner healing and kind of started to fall into, fall into and develop my own nutritional philosophies. And can you expand on that a little? Yeah. It's so interesting. I was reading your site too. And I was like, I want to make sure she talks about it because it's so cool. Of course. Yeah. So when I was cooking for these guys, it was definitely like I was doing macro counting and things for them. 
that is not something that was serving me because Mm -hmm. of my history. I feel like it does serve a purpose for some people, but for someone like myself, I found myself stressing out. Like I would track macros and then someone would invite me to a last minute dinner and I'd be stressing out and then whatever happened happened. Right. I I just didn't like the, the stress that it brought with Mm -hmm. it. So I wanted to create um, a food program that, allowed people to tap into their body intelligence and super cool for me that means just eating intuitively and I know that's such a loose term that people can kind of I don't get triggered by that almost yeah but by cooking the way that I cook for science and soul these are all plant foods nourishing foods they're not going to harm you yeah and this is why I don't use macros or anything like that because when you're eating this way I truly believe And if you believe when you're eating it that it has the power to help you heal and nourish and feel amazing. Um, You said like on your site that finding that your goal for science and soul was finding healing and peace with your body through food, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. And especially for someone like me, I we've talked about this, like I really struggle with, you know, eating and like feeling like there's so many rules and that I you know, can't eat that because I don't want to get fat or I don't want to eat that because that's unhealthy. And then I end up just losing all control of balance and Mm -hmm. all of that. And so that sentence really stuck out to me. And especially the way you view nutrition, because it's more than just eating. Right. Even if you're eating, you could be eating Erewhon every day and have a private chef spending thousands of dollars a month. But if your relationship with yourself and food is just not optimal or you know healthy then it doesn't matter you could you're just going to be serving yourself a slice of negative stress every day and then that's going to counteract in your body because your body listens to your thoughts it will use the food you know how you're how you're processing it literally especially because I feel like I've talked um with a few people just like on the mental health side of it too like if you don't start dealing with your problems or confronting the issues that you faced Mm -hmm. at a young age, or maybe you have some mental health stress, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to be, you're going to have gut issues. You're going to have body issues and that can be contributing as well. So I love that you talk about having that like inner peace and mental peace along with your nutrition because Mm -hmm. it's so important. Mm -hmm. I actually saw something on Instagram the other day. I need to revisit it, but it was discussing how, childhood trauma is related to IBS in adults just incredible at this information's all coming out and it makes sense Mm -hmm. it's you know your body did certain things to protect you at that age and we're still living in that fight or flight mode so until we face and recognize whatever's going on inside then you won't really be able to calm your nervous system and allow your body to do what it's supposed to do and come to that, um, that homeostasis. Yeah. What would you say were some things like concrete things that you did to improve like your mental health in yeah. that way before you started science and soul? Cause I'm assuming you started to address these things before you launched an entire business. Yeah. So I actually started practicing yoga when I was about 15. Um, that's when my mom introduced me mm-hmm. now in my twenties, it was kind of on and off, but that's really when I started to learn about, energy healing and chakras Mm -hmm. and all of meditation even um so it started then and in the last few years I was going to a lot of meditation retreats actually and not to say that that's something 
one has to do yeah that's what worked for me what is um, one what does that entail yeah so it's not like this resort bougie I'm like thinking thing. like a mountain it's, like you're hiking up a mountain so it, it, it's in Sedona at, okay, at least cool. where the the place that I go to is um yeah. so the yoga I practice is called body and brain and it's a combination of tai chi qigong breath work wow. um, body tapping that's so um, cool brain tapping brainwave vibration so uh the sun the company has a retreat center in Sedona and it's like the most like it's not like a very glamorous thing like when I say retreat I'm not yeah. going on like some inclusive resort no I'm they're, thinking like intense like, yeah like, they're like you know you stay in like a small hut there's no tv there's just books and you know there's wow. lunch and dinner and breakfast or breakfast lunch and dinner and um and yeah it's just a day full of um workshops and lectures a lot of lectures and a lot of meditations and practices to go inside wow um yeah there it's really intense like you leave so emotional there was a time where I remember I calling calling my mom in the middle of it because they're usually like a week long yeah and I'm like so upset at her because I felt like she made me go and uh, my mom works for the company (laughs) she's like yeah and um and I was so resentful but it's because I was tapping into some wounds yeah that my ego did not like it was like why did you bring me here and why are you like you know yeah so working through your shit and like tapping into that side is one of the hardest things you can do exactly especially on your own so I think a support system or having some accountability is important so for me it was going to these retreats However, I am um, actually starting, I'm going to my first therapy session this week oh, to yes. kind of dig even deeper because now I'm like, okay, well, I want to talk. Like I've done a lot of the, I've done a lot of inner work, but we always have more. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to be seeing a um, functional therapist. She's like a functional I'm coach. seeing a functional health person really up too. Oh, cool. I'm like a functional health person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a functional health coach too. Oh my God, cool. Coming up at the end of the month. That's and exciting. I'm going to see her twice a month. Nice. That's that's kind I'm of what so I plan. excited. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for you. Oh, it's I'm excited just... for you. We're going to have to check in with each other. <laughs> That's well, awesome. There's going to be a lot of release for both of us. Yeah, and, for sure. And for I know sure. I still, I still have some wound that needs some, some nurturing. I think we all like, I was even talking to my counselor came on the episode a couple um, episodes ago. Mm -hmm. We all, we all will always have something to work on. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there's a level of like accountability though, that Mm -hmm. shows growth and healing, but getting back to science and soul. So you started doing these meditations. You started healing these parts of yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you think that through that you started to learn some balance in your life nutrition wise and that inspired you to start? science and soul yeah 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 so there was definitely a phase still where I was almost like even like in the very beginning early stages of cooking I was almost becoming like I don't know obsessed with like it has to be organic it has to yes. be this you know kind of like the orthorexic mindset I think like that when you mindset. have like past like food and body issues Mm -hmm. and that like is in your trauma Mm -hmm. like you there are phases of that totally I I mean even like dairy and gluten I was like I wouldn't even look at it yeah I'm finally at a place now where even though the diet I promote and the lifestyle I promote is gluten-free and dairy-free just because those are huge inflammatory triggers for for someone who's struggling with that 
I am now at a place of peace where I can incorporate those foods into my diet. Or if I'm out at dinner, I'm not going to be that person that's ordering my own thing. Because I was going through a big period of that. Like even though I was in Miami last week for a bachelorette, we were just ordering for the table. I ate it. I enjoyed it. I moved on. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I felt great the next day. Yeah. I think balance is hard. Mm -hmm. Like really, really hard. It's just removing the stress around it. Like do you ever notice like when you're on vacation, you could eat whatever you want and – you wake up feeling fine and you yes you know but when you eat the same foods when you're home at least in my case I feel like when I eat these certain foods at home I would feel sick and no I know what you're saying like it's almost like you're in more of a carefree space and so you're not thinking about it too much it's almost like that joke people make when you're they're like calories don't count at the airport or like on vacation because you're just like whatever like I'll deal with it but like you usually don't feel bad about it when your mind isn't there exactly And I feel like this conversation probably is really relevant and resonates with a lot of people because I truly just think our generation really struggles with these types of things for Mm -hmm. a plethora of reasons Mm -hmm. that we could literally have a whole discussion about. But I really love what you did with Science and Soul because you made it not just about a meal service. Mm -hmm. And it's like aesthetic and cool. Thank you. I take a lot of pride in that. It tastes amazing. (laughs) So you started with the men. Yes. And then you were like, okay, there's a niche here that's not being filled. Yeah. Just self-taught, not classically trained or anything like that. I learned to cook in high school. I went through a weight loss in high school and just started preparing healthy food for myself then. I was actually meal prepping for my mom and my dad because I was the first one home from school. So I would cook dinner and then I was meal prepping for myself for lunch. So I would just do it for my dad. Um, That's so cute. I know. (laughs) You're just like preparing everyone's lunch (laughs) for their day. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Still the same. I started to explore in a plant-based culinary world because I feel I felt like there was no rules and it was a chance to explore and create. And the beautiful thing about plant-based cooking is you don't really have to worry about like overcooking something, for example, or undercooking something. (laughs) You know, know, like you would with veggies. Exactly. It's funny because the girlfriend that I was telling you about that I moved in with in Oceanside, I started, I was living there. I was cooking for the few people um, out of her house. And then I was monopolizing the kitchen. Okay, (laughs) I need a bigger space. So I got my own space and I'm like, perfect. I'm going to designate my kitchen for my clients. And then that started becoming not large enough. And also if I wanted to expand, I mean, I can't keep doing it out of my house. So around that time, and these were private clients, mind you, that I was doing. Um, and then around that time I ran into my business mentor, who is now my business mentor, who also is the gentleman that I run my, or I rent my kitchen from. Okay, cool. So, um, we actually met coincidentally at a yoga class. He was such a, an amazing guide and light for me to step into, where we are now with my business um, and just take it to the next level. So, so he walked cool. me through, I mean, everything that you need to do legally for the business. And um, so, yeah, so I've been operating out of that space since. So cool. And you've been um, doing it since the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it just, awesome. you know, it's, um, I didn't go in with like this business model. Like some people do, they're like, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to have everything organized and ready to go. I am still figuring it out as I yeah. go. So, um, so yeah, that's just where we are and just having fun with it. I try not to stress about it. I, I feel that. And how many clients do you have now? Would you say on a regular? It's grown I mean, significantly. Yeah. Right? It just kind of depends. Like, I mean, I have a, a quite a large, like, uh, 
like Rolodex of clients. Like yeah. my book is big. I would say we do about like 40 deliveries a week. Wow. So it just depends who's Super in town, cool. who wants to order and yeah. And yeah. And I love that you could have multiple options. The menu changes yeah. every week. It does. Was yes. that important to you when you started? Just because I feel like most meal prep services, like they don't change it up. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why they do that just to simplify and yeah. streamline. No, it totally and makes sense. Control costs, but that's boring. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> and I'm like, I wouldn't want that if I was a client. I'm, I always consider myself my own client. Yeah. So no, totally. I like to look for or do things that I don't see in the market. Like actually, even when I moved to San Diego, I was shocked that there weren't as many plant-based organic raw like I, I love all that stuff and there yeah. really wasn't that much um variety here like I thought maybe in Los Angeles there oh is. yeah I, I complain all the time how we don't have like a air one type store oh, down God, here I know I like know. I don't care if it's not air one but just like something, something like it right like yeah with yummy stuff yeah and, like healthy snacks exactly and, like healthy juices and drinks mm-hmm. and all the fancy stuff yeah <laughs> yeah we want the good stuff we want yeah the fancy stuff Exactly. Well, and I know you, and I know that you said that the meals are all gluten-free, vegetarian, they're vegan, right? Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Organic. are you vegetarian and vegan? No, I'm not. I okay. I was for a period of time. Okay. Yeah. Um, and eating that way is what helped me feel safe in eating and cultivate uh, a better relationship with food. Not even a better relationship, just a relationship with food. Cause I feel like I didn't have one before. Okay. You know, yeah, um, I, do. I don't like to say I had a bad relationship with food. I don't think anyone should say they have a bad relationship with food. You just didn't have a relationship. With yeah. Food. So it's about starting from there and going up. Um, so yeah, I did eat that way for a period of time. And then I personally, there was some things I felt like were lacking and I was working with a functional doctor and he addressed some issues. So that's when I started to reincorporate um, just some animal proteins and, and you just add them to your meals. I just right? add them to my meals. Yeah. So cool. I yeah, know. Yeah. I feel like I, w- okay. So when I was ordering your meals religiously, I went vegetarian for a period mm-hmm. of time just during the weekdays, mm-hmm. not the weekends. Yeah. So I'd go like vegetarian during the week and then eat whatever on the weekends. Yeah. Um, and I felt like it totally like reset my system mm-hmm. a bit. I'm not doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I don't eat a lot of red meat in general, yeah. but like, I definitely am not vegetarian anymore, but it was like a solid three months and I felt like a lot better after. Mm -hmm. And like now even moving forward, eating proteins again, I just feel better about it. I don't know how to describe it. I just feel like it reset my system a bit. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love about your program is that you just you're not saying like you should go vegetarian or like yeah, this no. is veg- just vegetarian. I like feel- add protein if you want. Do what is good for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like science and soul is a great foundation for anyone's diet. Yeah. Like, and then if it's it's inclusive of everyone, whether you're plant-based or you eat meat, you know, you can add to it if you want. You can build on it just depending on your lifestyle. Yeah. That's really all it comes down to. And also I feel like protein is so personal to people especially if you are vegetarian, like, or, or even if you're not like a lot of, uh, plant-based meal programs in San Diego, I've noticed use like tofu. Uh-huh. Not everyone's into tofu. And yeah, I'm not a tofu gal. I, yeah. I'm I don't want to push gal. it on people. Um, and some people like their animal protein, so they'll add it to their meals or an egg or something like that. This also allows me to feel like I'm included in cooking a meal. So let's just say I get a science and soul meal, I'll warm it up on the stove. Meanwhile, I'm baking a piece of oven or um, a piece of salmon in the oven. Yeah. And then I just feel like I'm part of the experience. Like yeah. I just made a meal from it scratch. It feels fresher it too. It feels fresh. Yes. And 
I literally sometimes there was a day where I was eating this meal with salmon and I was like this is the best thing ever and I wrote like a really wholesome caption on science and soul after just saying how thankful I am for (laughs) (laughs) like I was so like happy (laughs) and I feel like that speaks a lot to your philosophy of like gratitude with food could you expand a little bit on that because I think it's really cool like your whole I mean, I know we've talked a little bit about like your view on nutrition, but like, I think there's an element of gratitude that you involve in science and soul. That's really unique. Yeah. I mean, gratitude is such like a lifestyle practice. You know, I feel like people think it's the 10 minutes you spend on your mat in the morning, but it's literally like in my, in my day to day, it's an all day activity, you know, Mm -hmm. like waking up. Thank you. Before I eat. Thank you. You know, just really thinking about what I'm putting in my body or, Mm -hmm. um, even how you were saying that you were eating plant-based for like three months or you're vegetarian for about three months and you like reset your system. You probably even appreciated plant foods more. Yes. You know, cause it's so easy to just fill up on meat and, you know, go about our day, how we always eat. But when you start to eat plant foods in a really unique way, it just, you just appreciate it more, you know? I think it showed me that, like, healthy food doesn't have to be so boring. Right. I think I've always done – I've always been really into cooking. I've always been a decent cook and, like, been able to come up with recipes. But I think vegetables have always been something that's, like, eh. mm-hmm. Like, I have my go-to vegetables that I like to cook that I know taste good. Mm-hmm. But everything else, I'm like, that sounds super healthy. That sounds super healthy. Yeah. I don't want that. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound good. And your meals – are so colorful they're so rich they're so good you put a lot of time and energy into it and so I can like feel it that it like is it's interesting yeah it's cool yeah where do you get the recipes oh gosh um well by eating out I'll get inspired sometimes okay and you'll just like make them up I'll make them up as I go like even if it's not a plant-based dish I'm like oh how can we make this veg or you know or sometimes I'll just throw in like a unexpected ingredient like I love miso so much so sometimes I'll add that in place of like salt I love your anything of yours that's like Asian fusion my favorite because I'm I have celiac (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so nothing is ever without soy sauce yeah and I'm sensitive like to sodium and sensitive to like obviously gluten Mm -hmm. and so like all of your freaking kelp noodle dish oh yeah so good yes so good Uh uh-huh that's definitely a favorite I know you love that one so every time (laughs) you put it on I'm like okay I'll be ordering this week (laughs) from the kelp noodle so I want to ask you about your like daily routines Mm -hmm. is there any like supplements any like products that are like non-negotiables for you that you use every single day now that you've studied so much into gut health and studied so much about health and wellness yeah and all of that jazz yeah yeah so I definitely give us the dirty details (laughs) so I have learned that coffee on an empty stomach is not for me and that was contributing to a lot of my gut issues before like in my old routine even like a year ago not even a year ago I was waking up having shooting an espresso going to do a hit workout not eating enough protein and wondering why I don't feel good yeah <laughs> so now I've replaced that with eating breakfast first um, I try to do it within an hour of waking um, and then I'll have my coffee and I always add collagen to my coffee like two to three scoops what brand just- I like vital proteins. Okay, yeah. They're from their headquarters are in Chicago. I've been using them since I lived in Chicago. I have them. I, I have it like yeah. literally in my cupboard and I've never tried it. Oh, so now I'm going to try it. It's so great. Like it makes your coffee a little more frothier too. I mean, you don't even taste it, but it's just an easy way to add protein. It's like 20, 30 grams in two to three scoops. So 
As far as supplements, I am big on a high quality probiotic. Okay. Um, an omega three. Um, I do have L-glutamine in the morning, and that helps with restoring your gut barrier. So I actually try to have that before my coffee. Oh, magnesium. I'm a big magnesium. Oh, it, it's a game changer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll save it for like nighttime mm-hmm. so that it like helps me relax yeah. because I don't like melatonin. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so I like will take my vitamins like if I'm good about it in the morning but usually it doesn't happen till around lunch or yeah, afternoon it happens to me too but I always save the magnesium because it does help me relax a little bit mm-hmm. at night yeah do you have you tried the moon juice magnesium no but you are a big proponent of moon juice <laughs> I know you I love, always use it I love their stuff it's so good you put it in your like desserts too yeah, right yeah, the yeah. sex dust and mm-hmm. stuff yeah we make um these grain-free cookies uh and one of the flavors we call them are better than sex cookies because so, use- because they're so good <laughs> <laughs> we use the moon juice sex dust in it and Oh, they're fire. I had a little bit before I came. (laughs) I know. I was going to text you and be like, can you bring me some treats so that I can buy them from you? I'll bring you you some next week. We'll we'll have some sent to your house. Okay, y'all. Because I want some. Um, But the moon juice magnesium is awesome. Especially if you like to to drink it at night. It's just like dessert-y kind of. It's like a berry flavor. And it's a blend of different magnesiums. There's like three different kinds. So super cool okay yeah yeah. I love asking people especially in the health and wellness space their routines because I'm a big routine person I'm like that girl with the pill box me too the old lady (laughs) pill box I have so sexy I know I'm like (laughs) I'm like trying to get everyone around me to like get on a supplement like routine as well yeah it's changed my life it's Mm -hmm. like made me not only feel better but I think it's um it's just something about I think like it was probably bef- right before COVID. I just got like really sick and mm-hmm. I was like, ew, I need to take care of myself. Like, why am I not taking vitamins? Why am I not taking supplements? Yeah. And so I like deep dived. I think that's a really important thing to note too, is like, you can listen to like all the health and wellness people. You can listen to podcasts. You can listen to everything, but you have to do your own research about mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. And what works for you, you might not yeah. need it. Like if you're blood work or if you feel fine, like, you know, you just might not need, need to take certain yeah. things. Um, something I need to restock on is vitamin D. That was really big when yeah. I was taking it. I just haven't restocked, but I Vitamins do. Vitamins are on, expensive. They are. That's oh my why. gosh, it's a big bill. For Moon me. juice <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> are there any things that you would say that like specifically geared towards gut health that you did to heal your gut uh-huh. and actively do? Yeah, um, replacing my high intensity workouts that I was doing like five times a week. Oh my God. It's um, so crazy. You say that yeah. I did that yeah. recently. Oh, I was really? doing orange theory every single right, day. Yeah. First, like seven days a week, every single day for yeah. years. Yeah. And I was just like, this is dumb. Like I should be hitting the fitness goals. I want, I eat fairly healthy yeah. and I only have like a couple cheat days a week. I have, I try my best to be as balanced as possible why do I feel like nothing is working? And then I did so much research on just your cortisol levels Mm -hmm. and how those types of workouts are just not great. And so I started doing Legree Pilates. Yes. And I feel so much better. Yes. I've replaced my high intensity with Pilates. Um, Just balancing my nervous system, really. So yes, so replacing HIIT with Pilates, going on daily walks, um, going to sleep early, or not even really early, but just getting at least eight hours of sleep. I actually have an aura ring and that has helped me track and monitor that because now at least if I am having a flare up or something, I can rule out sleep. Like I've been getting mm-hmm. adequate sleep. So we're fine there. What um, does a flare up look like for you? Like 
constipation <laughs> yeah like bloating Honestly, yeah is it your like, skin too my skin I will get like red like, I'll get like rosacea okay flare-ups um and I used to I remember a year ago I would get them every evening I would at like a certain time at night I would look in the mirror and I would my face would be like bright red oh, and it would be really frustrating because yeah what that means is there's a lot of heat in my head meaning my stress levels up I'm mm. thinking too much so um so yeah removing any intense activity or even coffee I try to limit my coffee now or have it after eating yeah and that helps me metabolize it more to help oh I, uh, I don't drink alcohol anymore. <laughs> okay, yes, I was yeah. going to ask you about that. Um, so I know a lot of people right now are like very sober curious. Yes. And I know that you've been sober for a while. Yeah, um, Cinco de Mayo will be my one year. Wow. So I just hit 11 months last week. And that has been huge in healing my gut. And I remember talking with my functional doctor. When, this is like a year ago, yeah. And I was teetering with the idea of getting off of alcohol and he's like you probably should honestly he's like your healing will be so much better and the idea of it was like ugh, like I really didn't want to because I I was not gonna lie to you it sounds like really intense thinking about it not that I'm like super addicted to alcohol or anything but like I feel like I have a balanced schedule with alcohol like I put boundaries on like that's once during the week Mm -hmm. and then like Friday Saturday not Sundays yeah but still like thinking about it's not even that I'm like super tied to alcohol but thinking about going sober I know it would be like healthy for my gut Mm -hmm. and like overall well-being sounds so intense yeah well because it's so like rooted in our culture and like night lifestyle yeah and I mean I've done everything I could think of now sober like dating going I went to a concert last month all the way up in LA by myself sober wow <laughs> I had a little social anxiety beforehand I was in I my bet. car I was like mm, I don't want to go are you in. sober from like everything like weed too or do no you I'll smoke? smoke a little bit of weed okay, but just like alcohol it's really because that doesn't really affect your gut your health. gut yeah yeah um, so you mainly did it for your gut health and like overall body healing yes okay and also like when I drank I mean you know the anxiety you get after drinking like yeah I mine was so bad because I just didn't resonate with the choices that I made, the people I would text, and that would just, like, the anxiety would linger much longer than it should have. And I think that was also contributing, was just the stress of that. Yeah. So so um, what did you notice after going sober? Like, how long did it take for you to notice changes? Honestly, even just, like, 60 days. I remember I posted 60 days, and I already felt so confident. And now when I go out, like I was in Miami for a bachelorette last weekend and I was like the only sober chick. I mean, I had my weed pen with me. Okay. But, <laughs> but I was, I was, um, I still had to, you know, tolerate people drinking and everything. Yeah. And, um, I still had fun. in Miami. Yeah. I mean, I still had fun, but like when everyone went to the club after dinner, I went home and went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, had my magnesium. I'm like, I'm go to sleep. <laughs> um, like a healthy girl living. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it, there was definitely times where I like I miss the I guess the camaraderie yeah <laughs> you know like the pre-gaming with everyone in this but at the same time I'm like it's just not worth it like yeah. I know how I'm gonna feel I would have one sip of alcohol probably my rosacea would come back because that's wow. what used to happen so I just I remind myself that it's not worth it and like you've come so far and I'm kind of competitive now with my yes. streak I'm yeah. like let's just Let's keep it going. Wow. It's kind of like a flex when you go out too. Like, oh, you're not drinking? I love that. Like, yeah, I could be at a club and not drink. You know? I feel like it's very like, 
this isn't even gonna be the right word for it but I feel like you could probably resonate with this like it's kind of becoming a little bit trendy yeah oh for sure yeah yeah like, sober like cur- well there's so many non-alc drinks yeah everyone's like, creating mocktails mm-hmm. Bella Hadid just posted that she's like sober so everyone's like sober curious yeah Kim no, is her kid. brand right what Ken? I don't know can you forex I didn't know. Is it? I think that's her brand. That's yeah. super cool. Wait, yeah, yeah. You, have, you've never tried I've it. I've never tried it. It's good. What I is like, it? Is it like Recess? C- Recess, I believe, is CBD. Can Euphorix has like a blend of, I think they use some adaptogens in them, actually. Okay, cool. Well, Recess has a line of CBD and magnesium infused oh, ones, too. But I need nice. to try that. Yeah, it's nice. Whenever I actually go to like a party, I'll bring like a four pack. They have one that's like an Aperol Spritz inspired one. And I'm pretty sure there's like rhodiola in it to kind of help you feel a little more energized feel a little something something yeah they have like a nightcap one which has i believe ashwagandha in it from what i remember but yeah they're tasty they're nice love that yeah so it's gonna be a year on cinco yeah yeah dude so cool i remember when i stopped i was in chicago actually and for cinco de mayo and i was on one (laughs) (laughs) and that's when i came back home and i was like what is this life I'm coming back to where I'm a holistic health coach and business owner. I get that. Choose one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get that for sure. (laughs) So what are some tips you would offer to someone who maybe struggles with their gut health? Maybe they're not like in a place where they want to give up alcohol. Mm -hmm. What are some easy steps they can take to just start taking care of themselves and start the healing journey in your opinion? Yeah. Um, I would start with, uh, well, reducing stress where possible. So that might include maybe creating boundaries with people. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe taking a look at your schedule and hmm, I'm going out three nights a week, stressing me out at work because I'm tired. You know, maybe cutting back one night, you know, yeah. you don't even have to. It's not like you have to end your social life, you know. Yeah. But um, that might be good. And spending some time like spending time alone and getting comfortable with that. I think yeah. that's really important too because I feel like the reason why people are they rely so much on maybe drinking or going out is because they don't feel comfortable being just by themselves mm-hmm. when that's um that's a big indicator of where you might be internally too I think what you said about sleep too yeah I don't Major get enough key. sleep I know that for a fact mm-hmm. I've been trying to work on it yeah um and also I just feel like actually doing research I feel like we put a lot of effort into all these different things in our life which are fine like materialistic things Mm -hmm. having fun with our friends Mm -hmm. making plans planning fun vacations going out but we don't put like a lot of time and effort into like researching what our body needs right and actually putting effort into like like for instance me going to see the functional like health coach like that's going to be huge for me that's something that like yes it's costing me money but like I've spent like triple the amount like out I think people need to start like looking at their health in that way where just because you're getting into health and wellness doesn't mean it has to be your identity, but take care of your body so that you can do the things that you like, whether it's, you know, like feeling great in your body so you can wear all the fashion that you want or so you can go to the concerts and you Mm -hmm. can do this and go on the trips. Like your body is your only vessel. So you have to take care of it. I'm finally at a place where I feel like for so long I identified strongly with like health and wellness is just my personality yeah because I was healing but now that I feel just confident and great in my body I'm able to now 
live a life outside of that. So it's going back to balance. Yes. I love Um, that you said that because I feel like for a long time, especially within like the pandemic time when I was like majorly in like my deep therapy journey, mm -hmm. I feel like it was all I wanted to talk Mm -hmm. about. It was all I ever wanted to do because I was so like passionate about it. Excited about it. And I feel like after the fact, like now that I'm like gotten past that and I'm now like applying the things in my everyday life, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want like, I don't want that to be my identity. I just want that to be a part of my story. Exactly. And I feel the same way, honestly, because there was a time in my life where I feel like any date I would go on, somehow the topic would just be about health and wellness. And I'm like, because it's what you do, but you're like, I don't want to talk about. Yeah, there's more to me than that. Like, let me talk to you about my art or this or, you know, the language I could speak or, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So um, do you speak a different language? I speak Polish. Not very good anymore, but I can't speak it. So (laughs) that's super cool. Um. But yeah, I think if people change the had like a paradigm shift on their health of that it's boring, it's that they have to change their lifestyle and restrict themselves or whatever. Like if you just switched your mindset from that to by doing these things, I can actually do what I love. I can do more of what I love, especially in the long run, because it's about adding more life. It's not even about adding more years to your life it's about adding more life to your years I love that yeah I like re- drop that's a yeah. good one <laughs> I think that we should quote that I, I think it's actually quoted by Dr. Mark Hyman I'm pretty sure I saw it on Instagram <laughs> you're like that's mine <laughs> I'm like you should put that on a sweatshirt <laughs> I actually do need to make some cool merch soon but yes yeah. kind of going off of that mm-hmm. what's a way that you've would recommend to people even me like I'm asking for myself too um finding balance with food, with lifestyle. Yeah. I always think it's crowding out the bad with the good. Okay. You know, and then you don't feel like you can't have something because when you feel like you can't have something, you want it more. Yeah. It goes with everything in life, food, men, everything. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So you just crowd it out with the good stuff. Like for example, you want to instill a a sleep habit where you go to bed at by nine o'clock or something, maybe schedule like a Pilates morning class. And then that will incentivize you to, to go to sleep sooner. So you don't feel like crap at your class. Mm-hmm. Or so you don't sleep through and pay $30 for missing, you know? Yeah, I um, hate that. Atomic Habits is actually a book I really enjoy. I'm reading right now, and he just talks about... I feel like I have to reread it all the time because it's so good. It's so good, yeah. Just, like, building habits and, you know, stack st- uh, habit stacking. Habit stacking I is... Think, habit mm-hmm. stacking has changed the game for mm-hmm. me. Like, going on walks and doing things mm-hmm. while I'm walking, like, listening to a podcast. Yeah. Or maybe I'm, like, taking notes on my phone for, like, things that I know I have to do this week mm-hmm. or maybe I'm like styling outfits mm-hmm. or I'm looking at Pinterest while I'm walking mm-hmm. habit stacking saves so much time and yeah. it allows for balance mm-hmm. so you can kind of just apply those things into you know your health and wellness routine too mm-hmm. like I tried to stop or I, I stopped drinking coffee on an empty stomach because I used to roll out of bed and turn on my Nespresso and mm-hmm. I hated how I felt mm-hmm. I would be anxious and then my gut would be off and I would get a rosacea flare-up and I'm like okay so now my reward my coffee reward in the morning is going to Pilates first or going on a walk first, mm-hmm. having a snack or breakfast. And then, then I can have my coffee and yeah. I could look forward to it more. It's so funny. You say that I, my mom, when she comes to visit, she's like, why do you not have a coffee machine? 
in here because you'll roll out of bed because i'll roll out of bed and have it yeah but like i've noticed that if i wake up drink water first instead of rushing to the coffee sometimes i am addicted hardcore but like low key but but i don't need it first thing exactly yeah it's like like, low key i'm addicted but because i don't need it first thing yeah and then i'll go to pilates or go run to pilates Mm -hmm do Pilates and then I get to go to the coffee shop, have my little social moment and then get coffee. And then I come eat Mm -hmm. immediately with it. Yeah. And it's helped a lot too. I know what you're saying. Like there's like, you think that you're doing yourself a favor by grabbing the coffee before your workout. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I actually feel better if I have it after. After, Yeah. And they say you should wait like 90 minutes upon waking to have any caffeine because you're allowing your, um, your circadian rhythm to kind of do its work oh okay yeah that makes Mm -hmm. sense and for your cortisol to naturally raise without spiking it with caffeine I wanted to ask you do you have any like yummy gut-friendly healthy snacks that are your go-tos that people can make at home I love a parfait so you can do if you don't do dairy I think dairy can be just depends on the individual I don't really do dairy okay so we'll do coconut yogurt for you yeah and you can add in some collagen like Ooh. use your vital proteins because it do I like stir it in? Yeah, mix it in. You won't taste it. Okay, you know, and then um, and then yeah, doing some berries, some nice turmeric granola, yum, um, some chia seed and flax, or you can make like a chia seed pudding out of that. Actually, doing coconut yogurt, collagen, and chia seed. Yum, that sounds so good. Yeah, yeah, let it like. It reminds me of your overnight oats. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I love your overnight oats. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you some again next week too. Yeah. Anything you discovered that you were like, oh my God, I didn't even know I was eating that. And that's really bad for me that people can try and keep mm-hmm. away from if they have gut issues, if they have inflammatory issues. Yeah, I would say, okay, honestly, just preservatives, like. Which is like the hardest because we all love our processed shit. Yeah. But I mean like preservatives even in like ultra processed foods. Like, like, you know, like citric acid and lemon juice. Those are vinegars. Those are natural preservatives. But like something that you just can't pronounce. Even if it's just replacing, like looking at the oils that are used, like canola oil and, you know, rapeseed oil, all that you want to steer away from. But there's so many chip brands now. Like, I think, like, Boulder is I one love of them. Boulder. I'm pretty sure they use avocado yeah, oil. Yeah, they do. Yeah. By all means, go for it. You know, like, I'm a salt and vinegar chip queen. Or whatever, yeah. You know? And it's not even, like, about, like, losing weight or being no. healthier. It's about, like, just the way our food is processed in the U.S. Yeah. And, like, taking care of ourselves. Because it's, like, this conversation is becoming more and more popular. Gut mm-hmm. health. Like, wanting to go see a functional medicine coach. Mm-hmm. Like, because everyone's stomach is fucked up. Yeah, I know. No one ta- – it's just not – it's not a sexy topic, especially for females to talk about. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> I know. I love it. Uh. Um, I wanted to ask you – so, I want you to explain just before we end the episode a little bit how Science and Soul works, like, logistically-wise, so that people, especially if they're in the area, can, like, try you out and order. We'll do, like, a discount code. Yeah. But – um. What do you think, let's say someone is listening, they're not in SoCal, they can't order Mm -hmm. from you. What's like some easy ingredients or some easy things someone can do at home that are like affordable when they're cooking for themselves Mm -hmm. and they just want to be healthier? Yeah, I am big, a big proponent on like free range, organic pasture raised eggs at home, Um, lots of produce and veggies 
organic or not just get what you can don't even mm-hmm. stress about the organic part especially some parts of the country it's not as accessible like we're in california we're so spoiled here yeah you know we have like oh, yeah. farmers markets left and right but if you're somewhere like in the midwest where you know it, it's just not the season for certain foods maybe even opt for frozen i think having Mm-hmm. That is great too. Frozen blueberries, wild caught. Trader Joe's has a great selection of organic frozen uh, fruits and veg. Leafy greens always. All of our meals are always have like a base of leafy greens. Mm-hmm. I think that's so easy to add to your meals. Meals or smoothies even or soups. Just add a handful. I would say a great quality olive oil to drizzle on foods, and then like an avocado spray to cook with. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love like lentil pastas. Oh, okay. So some favorite brands I like for lentil tolerant pasta is delicious. You can get it on Amazon or Whole Foods sells them. Uh Chia seeds, flax seeds, nuts and seeds, just really easy sources of protein and healthy fats you can put on virtually anything. No, I love that. And just in case people are around and they want to order you, how does it work? How does Science and Soul work? Yeah. So we put out a new menu every Sunday Mm -hmm. um, between... Sunday and Thursday night, you can order for the following Sunday delivery. And we deliver Sunday mornings from like 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. is usually the the range. And what's the vicinity again of like how far you deliver to? Yeah, so we are all of North County. We do downtown San Diego, La Jolla, and then a little bit of East County. We have a two-day program, which is four meals. Um, and then we have a three day, which is six meals. And then the five day is 10 meals. It just depends on your lifestyle. Yeah. I have some clients who order the 10 day or I'm sorry, the five day for them and their partner. They have lunch for the oh, week, okay, which yeah. is I think a great idea. Or if like, if you have a roommate, um, so yeah, it just kind of depends on your lifestyle needs. Super cool. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. I've been asking everyone at the end of every episode. So now that you've been through this healing journey with your body, now that you've started a company and like followed your passion and turned it into a business, mm-hmm. how do you see it? How do you see your whole journey? What would you like suggest and advise anyone who wants to do the same? Just trust the process and have some patience. I think it's easy to get wrapped up in the big picture and get overwhelmed. Like there was definitely a time in my growth where I was getting overwhelmed because I wanted to be just this giant corporate company. And even I would, I feel like even on my Instagram or the business Instagram, I would try to make it seem like we were this big team. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that actually wasn't even doing me a favor, that it's best to just be really vulnerable with your clients. And I started to share with them, hey, you know, it's we're a team of three. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing (laughs) wrong with that. It's actually so cool, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And then your clients, are they know that they're with you on that growth journey that, oh my God, how cool I was ordering with her when it was just her. Yeah. You know, and um, well, and I feel like as people, we just want things like now, now, now. Exactly. And like we can't, people aren't good at like being patient and like yeah. sitting in the moments mm-hmm. and the unknown and mm-hmm. just like taking it like small goal by small goal. Exactly. Yeah. So I think there's something to be said about yeah. that. So enjoy the journey. Yeah. Let's have some patience and enjoy the journey and things will line up as they're meant to for you. I so, love that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to put you. the um, discount code in the description. Paulina said she'd give us 
a discount code to order. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It Pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Hand Sees It. Thank you guys.